Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to a unusual... Thursday edition of the Top Rope Report here on Anchor, Spotify, TalkShoe.com, Google Podcast. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia. Joining me every week, as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the notes to Greg. Greg, what's going on? I'm telling you, man, it's an adventure sometimes with this, uh, getting this thing going, but... Uh, Exactly. Yep. So, but anyway, what's uh, what's been going on? I mean, what'd you think of Monday Night Raw and NXT this week? Surprised that it wasn't really as better as it was for a beat for a uh, go home show. I mean, I I expected it. That's why tomorrow I'm expecting SmackDown to be really good. Uh-huh. No. No, why would it be? I mean, we haven't had a really good go home show for either Raw or SmackDown for yeah that's yeah that's true too you got a point there well yeah i mean so i i I thought that you know monday night raw was okay i mean you know what what we're here for right now is is to uh recap monday night raw and then you know as usual we'll go into nuggies news and then after nuggies news we'll go into uh, NXT. So whenever you're ready, we can get started recapping Monday Night Raw. Yeah, And 
mean, I guess your opening time was a little better than expected, but I think the whole segment match could have been just a little bit better. Right. I mean, I I gave the match uh, a B as well. Uh, I'm, which is which I in my opinion I think that the uh, um, tag team title match is going to be really good Saturday on SmackDown because these guys have been having some good matches when when they had matches I think this I think they've had one already correct yeah and that was a good one so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how this match is going to work out and you know I'm as far as our prediction show so you never know what's going to happen as far as who trivia is going to pick, or who Nugster is going to pick, or anybody else on the show? But I think you might see a color. I think you might see a surprise in this match. So, but yeah, I gave it a B. Definitely. Okay. I gave that match a C minus. I uh, I didn't think the uh, match was really you know, anything fabulous. I'm hoping that the match on Saturday will be a little bit better. I mean, I have my prediction already set for what I think is going to happen and for the ending. But I gave the match a, a C minus because for some reason I just – I don't know. I just have an issue with Nikki. I still call her Nikki Cross. Um, Nikki Ash being the Raw Women's Champion. Because I don't consider her in the upper echelons of Charlotte, Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley, those type wrestlers. I consider her, because before she became champion, I thought she was just a mid-card wrestler. How, how can you build somebody up a mid-card wrestler to that next level without giving them a championship and letting them have a championship run and defeat people that are on that level. Right. They, they saw something in her that, I mean, a lot of people must have saw something in her that I really didn't see, but I just, I just don't think she's up to that caliber. So I don't, I don't even see her retaining the title Saturday night. Because I think Rhea is just as good as Charlotte. I'm not saying she's better, but I think she's just as good as Charlotte is. And why they took the title off of Rhea so early, I don't know. I mean, it's just something that they must have had plans for Nikki Ash before this, give her the title, see what kind of run she can have with it. And if the run works for them, then they'll continue it. If not, then they'll just take the title off of her. Oh. I mean, I didn't get the 
minus and C minus. X cubed or D minus. So both are max itself. Because, you know, the in-ring action between Nikki and Rio was good. I, I could have done without the whole show thing outside. Um, but waiting to see her get involved Technically, she didn't, but after the match was over, she was taunting Nikki, who then charged and jumped on her, and then it was a little bit more. Well, I could have done without that again. Um, it's, you know, two weeks ago, Nikki cleanly beats Charlotte. Then Nikki and Rhea fight, Charlotte interrupts, so the match doesn't end. And now Rhea cleanly beats Nikki. So, you know, I mean, I always like to say, you don't know who you want to pick. Whoever goes over on TV goes under on the pay-per-view. Well, she went over, but then she went under. Rhea was under, but then she went over, and Charlotte's just there. So I don't know what to do now. Right. It's a, it's a combination of both there. So... But yeah, I, I can totally, I can totally understand that because now it's, it's going to be a confu- a confusing thing for us for the pay-per-view prediction show. But you know, being the wrestling analyst that we are, I'm sure we'll figure something out. Tire and Jinder Mahal, then put them in matches together. 
you know, don't put them in uh, in matches with somebody else and then try to build up the feud for, and then have a match between them two at SummerSlam. Just made no sense. Okay. surprised if they moved it to the pre-show also. But, you know, another good point made by the Nugster. If you're putting him in a ring and you're putting him in a title match against Sheamus, why have him going against Miz and Morrison? When when Vince McMahon was saying before that he wants to get matches against people that actually are going to have storylines. And there's nothing between Miz and Morrison other than they, that thing they had with the friggin' zombies, which was stupid. And um, they've had a couple matches, Damian Priest and Morrison have had a couple matches on Monday Night Raw, but they weren't building anything up to that. They're now building up to, to Damian Priest and Sheamus, so let's go with that and cut out with the Morrison and, uh, and Miz crap. So I gave, I gave the match a, a C- minus to a D. Okay. Then, once again, another match of sorts. This was Mace um, against Mansoor. Um, don't really have much to say. It was another wasted match. Um, another five minute match that they put on, on Monday Night Raw. Just because more wrestling is only I could see. Um, it has nothing to do with SummerSlam. Unless they decided to put that match on the card somehow as a, as a pre-show match or something, which I don't think they will. But why are you still doing this the week before SummerSlam? You could have used this to help build um, actual matches that were going to be on SummerSlam. Right. I think it's a, just because I didn't like it and didn't care. The match itself was okay. Yep, I'm going to give you my thought on the Mansoor match right now. Okay, I'm done. Um, I didn't care about the match. I mean, it's like the fourth time I've seen them go at it. And if they're going to have, if they're going to do something with these four guys, then okay, continue Continue with them. Continue a program with them. See where it goes. 
But other than that, I just don't, uh, I don't think that they should have had this. And like I said, you could have used that time and that, that time for that match to build something else up for SummerSlam. And they didn't do it. So I gave it a D. But would you, but Greg, let me ask you, would you have given it a D if it was Ali in there instead of Mansoor? Show for SummerSlam. Why are we seen anyone yet that can put Omas down. 
Now, I don't know if they're just doing this to make him look like he's this indestructible monster like they're doing with um, Colonel Aziz or Colonel whatever his name, Apu or whatever it is. But at least when he gets hit, he sells it pretty good like he's going to fall. I don't see that happening with Omus. And I think they're making him look really, really strong. Yeah. And yep, but I think, but I think overall, I gave it a B plus. I thought the match was good. Um, it was nice to see Randy Orton back. AJ Styles always has good matches, regardless. I believe, regardless of who he's in the ring with. And I just thought that this was, in my opinion, it was probably one of, if not maybe the best match on the card for Raw. I gave it a B plus. Okay. Then we had another abbreviated match in Jeff Harry versus Karrion Cross. Uh I gave the match a C minus. I um I think we started to see Karrion Cross that we see on NXT. I don't know when or if Scarlett's coming back. If she's coming in to join him, I don't know. But I think Karrion Cross is a much better performer and a much more dangerous performer when she's around. Jeff Hardy, okay, Jeff Hardy's no slouch. He's a bona fide Hall of Famer, multiple-time champion. Uh, but I just, you know, I think nine, eight times out of ten, Karrion Cross will beat Jeff Hardy in a match. I just think that, you know, Karrion Cross, from what I saw, in my opinion, from what I saw, I thought we started seeing the Karrion Cross of NXT, where he was meaner, stronger, looked like he was a little tougher, and Jeff Hardy just, you know, got beat. So I gave it a C minus. Okay. Um, if this Karrion Cross was in this match, was the Karrion Cross that was in the first Question was 
I knew you were going to ask that, and I, I think I know what the second part of the question is, too, but I'm going to answer the first one. I thought she was going to pick Sonya Deville. I really did. My opinion, I said, okay, they're going to give her a chance to pick her own partner. I think she's going to pick Sonya Deville. Okay. I was thinking something stupid. He, well, I don't know how much more stupid than the rest of it actually was. But I was just thinking someone we hadn't seen in a while who was a face, but maybe now can turn heel to help balance out. Um, and that was, and that was Dana Brooke. That's my first thought. Okay. Um, so what was your reaction when it turned to being um, well, when he, when I saw Nia Jax come out, it was like, oh my god, that Nia Jax. It's like, first of all, Nia Jax is not getting any better in the ring, in my opinion. She's still way too slow, still can't sell. Um, I just, I was just really kind of disappointed in aspect that it was her. One of the other things I was thinking of was maybe Charlotte would have picked Shayna. With her MMA background, she could have, you know, moved around a lot faster than Nia. But I was kind of, I was kind of surprised when Nia came out. I was definitely surprised. Um, did you notice the old, um, uh, what the hell, uh, uh, my mind is so quick. Oh, uh, I was disgusted to be in the to my face when that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, the homage to uh, Rikishi when she did the state face to Nikki Ash when Nikki Ash was in the corner. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, could you repeat that again, Greg? Did you notice the homage that Maya Jackson, when she gave Nikki Ash, who was in the corner, I was sitting on her derriere, she gave her the stink face. She shoved her face in her butt and went to the back and forth. Yes, I did see that, yes. I was... That was the only fun part of the match. I mean, I gave her the C plus. Um, I mean, it wasn't a bad match, but it wasn't anything I needed to see. Right. Yeah, I gave it, I gave it a C... A C to a C plus myself. And then Charlotte ended the match by performing natural selection on Rhea Ripley. Yep. So now we had Nikki go over Charlotte, Rhea go over Nikki, and Charlotte go over Rhea. So now really it's a toss it's, 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 it's a toss up. Yep. Rock, paper, scissors. Yes. <laughs> um, which I wish I actually did because ending of the show as the quote unquote face off between Lashley and Goldberg, WWE made the mistake of allowing Goldberg to go in the ring on his own and talk in the ring by himself and say the same GP things he says every time he 
trees and the rain, except for like those mad look stings. Anyway, it's fair in the rain and fair in the, the show, and that's what we're going to have to say every time because you can't screw it up and it's still the same thing every time. It just changed the name. Yep, it's like, oh my God, it's like missionary position. <laughs> the same thing, yep. And and once again, the spear was weak. He is getting worse and worse on the mic. I don't care that your son was the reason 100% that you came back. That's bullshit. 100% reason you came back was the almighty Benjamins. Saturday, you have WWE two more matches. Yep. Yep. So who are they going to put? I don't know if that's a threat. <laughs> it's a promise to us tonight. Yep. And it's a Now, getting back to where you said he owes WWE two more matches, do you see one of those matches at the Saudi show? on the mic like you said and I agree he just keeps repeating the same shit I we don't care I don't want to see Goldberg anymore it was fun watching him in WCW when he was in his prime when he won 173 and 0 that was the Goldberg I want to remember I don't want to see the broken down shell of a man that he used to be getting in the ring because I I really think he's going to get hurt Saturday I really think that Bobby Lashley is going to throw the, the full Nelson on him, and that's going to be it. I hope so. I, I just. Oh, excuse me. I just got this little thing in the, in the back of my head that just wants to make Goldberg big and huge. Um, now let me ask you a question. Do you think it will take something away from the match if Goldberg wins by like count out or disqualification? And do you think that will set up a rematch where we're gonna see these two go at it again? Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't think we're gonna see a rematch. I, I. I. I really have to believe that the only reason why Goldberg is even being involved in matches anymore is because to his blood, he's contractually obligated to, and he's still a name. Yep. And he's still a decent crowd pop. So the naive, common, everyday, casual fan, but to us diehards that look at matches and break down matches, 
you know, I mean, 172 times or whatever it was. And beyond that, and see what Goldberg used to be, he knew there's nothing left to him. Right. Except the name. So yep. I think that's why um, he, he's still yep, and the only two times I really paid attention to how bad Goldberg has deteriorated was the Undertaker match and Drew McIntyre. Because if he still had his skills and he was a bit younger, he would have gave those guys a serious run for their money. Serious. And I think, I think he's was even worse with McIntyre because I guess you can I'm not even give it a pass but maybe because of the Undertaker's age and, and his you know diminishing skills that he had overcome at that time yep. he I mean there's nothing generating about the physical stature of Drew McIntyre right. I mean, and for Goldberg to look as poorly Against somebody that's athletically in their prime that can carry you, that's just made his performance of Xander Jacob even that much worse. Yep, absolutely. Totally agree. Totally agree. And so, overall, once again, I mean, it, it was a typical round. It was a C minus to a C. Um, yeah, I gave it a C minus, D plus overall for me as well. Totally agree. Um, all right, so that is the Monday Night Raw recap, Greg. Is that the Monday Night Raw recap? Nope. Okay, just making sure because right now we're going to get into the best part of the show, my favorite part of the show. It's Nuggies News. So, Greg, take it away. All Yep. 
So there's all kinds of weird, stupid things out there. Yep. I don't see CM Punk getting involved in any WWE matches anymore. I mean, it's a good thought. I mean, talking about him with AEW, I'll make this short because we're still in Nuggies News, but they were saying, you know, don't be surprised if Daniel Bryan's first match in AEW was against CM Punk. I saw that on one of the websites. But, you know, some of the websites I follow sometimes are really not that reputable. Eight. Okay. Damien Priest has to, has to 
You okay? Oh, okay. Because I don't think, um, I, I I don't want to see Seth Rollins in the title picture again, especially for the Universal title. Um, do you think it will take? Do you think it will take something away from Seth Rollins' career if they have him challenge for other titles? see that i can definitely see that then yep so maybe the seth rollins thing could be like an eight or nine all righty way to go great thank you once again great a great job all right so now the second part of our show at the 52 minute mark right now nxt what'd you think Um, but, I mean, it was, it was okay. 
Yep, I thought um, I thought NXT was pretty good. I mean, I don't think it was I don't think it was all that great. Um, some of the stuff was enjoyable to watch. Some of the stuff was not that great. So, I mean, I was we'll we'll go over the stuff when when we go over the matches, but. I just I just thought it was an okay show. That's okay. Surprised he lost. Um, the Dragonoff, he's a good wrestler. Yeah, I, I've seen him first. This is the first time I've seen him wrestle because last week I missed him against uh, Pete Dunn. But I was surprised that he won, only because they're making um, um, what is it? Uh, they were supposed to be making this diamond mine something. Um. Something that's powerful, and and now the guy loses to. I mean, like I said, you know, Dragunov. He looks like he's a capable wrestler, can hold his own against anybody. But I was I was surprised that he beat Roger Strong. I gave the match a, a C. Oh, all right. I mean, I gave the match itself a B. Um, I would have given it a little bit higher if it wasn't for the confusing booking of the match. Um, I fully expected at some point that Brown to come down and get involved. Um, I mean, Robert Strong really doesn't want to. Uh, you don't have him. No, I know. Thank you. You don't have him looking weak as a number one contender for the cruiserweight title by taking a loss. I just think, once again, I totally agree with you that I was confused by, you know, the, the booking of the match uh, with Roger Sean losing cleanly. Okay. Um, and then after that, we had the, the hit round came down the lane. Um, Isaiah Swift demanding for his mouthpiece back. Um, Santos Escobar promised him that he was out back by himself, which he knew he wasn't. Um, the rest of the Diego El Tasma and Grappy and Kiki, whatever you want to call them, um, jumped Isaiah Swift, but then the rest of Hit Room came out. And then, once again, I can't express how stupid 
and it's teams when they do something like this because this is not what people want NXT for. Yes, I know I had a little character, but I don't need seven minute segments like this. Yep. Set up a six man tag match for next week. A trio's match. Not, not a takeover, but for next week's NXT show on Thursday. Have it for a takeover where it's going to matter. Right. Oh. Unbelievable. I can see why sometimes people are saying NXT is, is falling apart. They're just thinking what they're, they're not thinking. They got their heads up their ass sometimes. Matches like that need to be put on the big shows. I mean, at the end of the, I mean, at the end when they beat them up in the back and everything, that was, that was pretty cool. So, uh, I don't know. That that was just cool with what why they're having it next week. Cameron Grimes thing, I think they're going to make him a little bit stronger. I believe he's going to beat uh, L.A. Knight. Um, I just thought that, you know, I could have really did without the match. I gave it a C. Wrestling 
skills in the ring are improving. He's still a horse face. Um, Dexter Loomis, well, he's Dexter Loomis regardless. He's going to be the tough guy, the kick-ass guy. I just really wish they wouldn't make him so wishy-washy when it comes to Indy Hartwell. I mean, it was it was a decent match. I'm glad Robert Stone got his, got his ass kicked for reasons we know about. Um, Frankie Monet, I still don't know what they're going to do with her. Um, but at the end of the night, I don't know where, uh, at the end of the match, rather, I don't know where Beth Phoenix got the ring from, but I guess they're engaged now, and I just gave the match to see. I thought it was a decent match. I thought Indy Hartwell looked better than, it, it seems like she's looking better each time in the ring. Still needs to sell a little bit better, but she looks like she's looking, she's getting a little bit better each time. Yeah. I actually get the match of B. Oh, okay. Um, and I agree with Amy Hyrule. I mean, yeah, she's still a little rough on the edges, but she's getting better. Um, she interacted very well. I mean, and, and Robert Stone, I mean, yes, everybody's got to be able to make a living, and she inspired a little niche Jones at King, no, no, 
all the championship match on TakeOver on next week's NXT. Yep. I gave the match a B overall. Okay, I gave the match a A- minus to a B. Carmelo Hayes, I know him as Christian Casanova. Um, great talent. It was a good match. Um, I expected him to win. He did win. Um, then when they were interviewing him afterwards, they showed this building with legs walking towards him. And um, I, th- I th- bless you. I think he's going to beat that guy also. But I think Christian Casanova, they're going to have him win the, the breakout tournament. I thought the match was very entertaining on both sides. It could have went either way, but I was kind of, but I was kind of glad Christian Casanova got the W. I mean, um, Carmelo Hayes got the W, and the finals should be on TakeOver 36, but it's not. So, I believe second best match on the, uh, of the night on NXT. Well, I don't know what you're the best match you're going to talk about at all. But the next match that we saw was when NXT Tag Team Championship. And MSK against Imperium. Um, you go first. Best match on the card. Okay. And I gave it an A. Uh, MSK and Imperium, I, to be honest with you, I don't think I could ever get tired of watching these these guys go at it against each other. Two great teams. Um, it's, I mean, another match that could have went either way. MSK has just got the tools to be a very entertaining team. I think they will do quite well if and when they ever get moved up to the main roster. I don't see it happening uh, in the near future, but if and when it ever happens, I think they're going to do quite well on the, on the main roster. Uh, like I said, I thought this was the best match of the night. I gave it an A. And if they have this match on TakeOver 36 again, I'll definitely be in uh, TakeOver 36 and have these two go at it again. I'll definitely be interested in watching it. Because right now, right now NXT 36 isn't doing it for me right now. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the matches uh, real quick in a moment. All right. Um, but, um, I, I, I unfortunately, I mean, I did think this was the best match of the night as well. Um, I thought it could have been better. I actually gave it a B plus. I didn't see the reason or any need to have Walter get involved at all. If he wasn't getting involved in the first match that his opponent at TakeOver was going to be involved in, why do you have him come out? Now, right. Um, I think that I understand he's part of Imperium, supposedly the leader of Imperium, but I just I think it took away from the match. Yep. Um, I was going to mention that. Without Walter coming out, I would easily give him an A or an A minus, but I got a flag in the penalty um, and gave it a B plus. Okay. Then we have the final um, face-off or whatever um, of Jerry Cross and Samoa Joe. 
Um, once again, Karen Cross came to the ring. Samoa everybody in there. There was no Scarlet. He brought down six security guys. But then when Karen Cross went to go in the ring, security didn't try coming in the ring until after they had been fighting. A good 30 seconds to a minute. Yep. Why are you doing security down there? Right. That was that was pretty dumb. Yeah. I see a very good. And then we had, you know, obviously security wasn't enough. So the wrestlers came down, the referees came down to uh, split the two guys up, and that was the end of the show. Yep. I see a very explosive match between these two. I see it. I see a title change between these two. Um, but do I think the title change is going to happen at 36? No. I think they need to build it up a little bit more for Karrion Cross drops the title. I think he's going to drop the title to Samoa Joe, but I don't think it's going to be at NXT 36. I think they're going to build it up a little bit more, let the feud really escalate, and then the next big show they have, have them drop the title there. I gave that promo a B plus. Yeah, exactly. So, perfect three. So, overall, I mean, I gave that excuse normal B. You forgot one. You forgot the uh, interview segment between Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, which I gave an F. F as in Frank? Huh? Say F as in Frank? And F as in Frank. It was fucking horrible. Oh. Yeah, maybe that's why I forgot about it because, I mean, I... I mean, the other thing that approved was Raquel Gonzalez may be somebody to be dominant in the ring, but she's never gone... She's never gone anywhere. Right. She's horrible. Yep. She's absolutely horrible. Exactly. And if Dakota Kai wins the title, then more power to her. Because I think Dakota Kai, in my opinion, I think Dakota Kai has more talent in her left nipple than Raquel Gonzalez has in her whole body. Well, I, I don't know about that. I mean, Raquel, I mean, she, I mean, likewise, yes. I mean, Raquel Gonzalez... It's horrible. And just just the fact that she pronounces her name with the R in her name and, and emphasizes that way knows the hell out of me. Yeah. Um, I mean, shut up. It's just, you know, just put the in your mouth. Right. You know, it's just. Yep. I couldn't agree more. So I thought I just totally overlooked that segment because I was trying to put it out of my mind. Yep. Overall, I gave the card a B minus. Okay. I think there's still many things they could have done better. Um, we didn't see Champa and Timothy Thatcher, um, which I think even a promo from those guys probably would have raised the grade a little bit more because those guys. Some of their promos are better than some people's matches on the show. Well, that's another point that I need to get, because we did have the promo last week with Timothy Thatcher and Chopper, and then Pete Dunn and um, 
clever way to have their promo this week where they confirm that Timmy Thatcher and Clever Lang uh, will fight next week on NXT. Yeah. And I'm glad that I'm, I'm glad they didn't even attempt to put that one on um, TakeOver. Right. Um, but right now, like you said, they do have five matches for TakeOver. Um, we have LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes. Yep. Um, obviously, we just had a return disaster to Dakota Kai. Obviously, Terry Cross versus Samoa Joe. Walter defending against Skila Dragonoff. And then the two out of three falls match with Kyle Ryan versus Adam Cole, where the first round is traditional, the second fall is a street fight, and then the eighth necessary third fall is a steel cage. Yep. I would add the street fight. I would have the street fight first. I would take out the traditional match and put it. No, 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 no. That's one match. Right. You can't make a part of two out of three match in the show. Oh, okay. I'm talking right now there's five matches on the show. Okay. nothing on the show we need to get into. So I'm asking, which of these five matches would you remove, and what would you add in the three? I mean, I don't know how much more you can do in a in a card that has matches where four of my title matches, and the third is a two-on-three card with two guys that hate each other. Right. I would remove. Uh. Well, then you got to keep the two out of three falls, Matt. Got to keep that one. Uh, honestly, in my opinion, I would remove the Raquel Gonzalez match. You, you, you're really going to put it. You're not going to have a single female on the card? Oh, yeah, that's true. She's the only female. Uh, I'm going to have to think about this. What do you? What would you remove? Nothing. I think the card's a good card, top to bottom. Okay. Wouldn't you wouldn't you add uh would you think the card would be better if we saw a rematch between MSK and Imperium? Well, yeah, but then you take it away from all the other matches by doing that. Okay. You said you only do NXT takeovers <laughs> for about two hours or so. Okay. You only have so much time for the for the match for the five matches they have. Right. You know, the another said, I mean, what's it? If we had a pre-show match, the only thing that they, that the Taylor Thunder's ever been six matches on takeovers. Yep. Yeah, I think those five matches are going to be are going to be very well. Roman did have a seven-card match, but one match was a dark match that was on the other four of the pre-show. Okay. Right. So I think the five matches are are good enough, and I believe with those five matches, they'll put on a good NXT show. Um. 
All righty. So that's the end of our SummerSlam. Uh, that's the end of our NXT recap. Let's go into this weekend. Okay. The biggest show of the summer, the biggest sporting event of the summer, SummerSlam. I believe, I believe there are now 10 matches, Greg. Okay. Would you like to go over those 10 matches? something earlier I think it was you that said you would not be disappointed or you would not be surprised if Alexa Bliss was on the pre-show disagree on wholeheartedly so um give me your opinion on it and we'll go if need be we'll go back and forth on it for a bit until you prove your case that you're right and i'll agree with you um if they don't put alexa bliss and 
um, Eva Marie on the pre-show. Do you think it would hurt this match if they put the Raw Tag Team title on the pre-show? Yes, absolutely. I do too, because why are you going to put somebody the caliber of Randy Orton and AJ Styles on a pre-show? Yeah, I would never, I would never Show. Okay, so therefore, if they're going to put any match on the pre-show, I believe it'll be Alexa Bliss and Eva Marie. Only other match, please. They're only going to put one match that's already on the card on the pre-show. The only match that I could possibly see them doing is Damian Priest. Okay. That's that, that the least build-up of any of the other matches besides the Alexa Bliss. What about uh, the SmackDown tag title? I, no? I, I couldn't see them doing any of the mysterious. Especially being in Vegas, which is close to Mexico, just the demographic of people out in that area, you would, I, I don't see them putting mysterious on the free show. Okay. All right, good. Well, that wasn't a bigger argument than I thought it would be. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> okay, so with SummerSlam coming up on Saturday, our pre-show tomorrow at 5.30, um, just by looking at the matches on the card, without even seeing the matches, what would you hope and what would you think would would be a grade right now without even seeing the matches, just by going, just by looking at the matches, what grade would you probably give it? A B? Yep, I would give it I would give it between a B and a B plus. One of those one of those two. The only thing that will make it higher than a B, possibly an A, is if every title on the show changed hands. I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. Nope. I will go on record right now here on Facebook and say I do see four that's four titles changing at SummerSlam. Um, whichever ones I think that they are, I'll discuss it on the show for our pre-show tomorrow at 530. Those Facebook Live watching are not going to hear that because we don't do our prediction shows on Facebook Live. Oh, okay. That's true. We're hurting the audience by teasing them with that. Okay. Well, I think you're going to see a new Universal Champion. I think you're going to see new Raw Tag Team Champions. I think you're going to see a new Raw Women's Champion. And I think you're going to see a new United States Champion. I agree with two of those. Okay. Well, don't keep don't keep the fans waiting. Which one do you? I think Damian Priest and RK Bray walk out as champions. Okay. chance 
that Biden actually retains. I think there's a 90% chance that the Usos retain. Wait, who was that first one? A 98% chance who? Lashley retains. Okay, Lashley. Yep. Lashley, Lashley, Lashley. Uh, I would say 50 50 on Nikki ASH. And back of the air walking out as champions. And then I'd say probably 10% chance for both um, AJ Olas and Sheamus walking out of Sheamus. Okay. Alrighty. Well, we'll have to see how well our predictions come through tomorrow night, 5.30. We'll do the top rope report. We'll be doing their SummerSlam prediction show. Uh, Greg, anything else? Uh, any special announcements or anything you want to make? Okay, I have a special announcement. I know we're a day late. I'm usually a day late and a dollar short anyway. But happy birthday goes out to Stirring the Pots, Don Kincaid. Um, from the top rope report, we want to wish you a happy birthday and many more. Um, also, Wednesday night, August the 25th at 7 p.m. Uh, Jerry also says, I don't see Reigns losing. Okay, so he agrees with you, Greg. Um, also, August 25th, 7 p.m., the Top Rope Report will have on, as its special guest, the co-owner of PAPW and former WWF wrestler Mario Mancini will be joining us here live on the Top Rope Report talking about Rumble in Paradise. Now, you know Mario's in Rumble in Paradise. Hopefully we get these technical difficulties worked out by then. Yep. And Mario's up there in age, but he's still one tough son of a bitch. So I think Mario will, will hold his own for a while in that match, and we'll talk to him about how he, uh, how he plans to handle himself in Rumble in Paradise. Definitely looking forward to that. So, but, uh, so Greg, tomorrow night, 5.30, we're definitely going to be doing the prediction show. Um, what do you see? Now, the prediction show goes on Saturday at 5, correct? No, the prediction show is tomorrow. Well, I mean the uh, pre-show. No. I'm sorry, I meant to say pre-show. It's not a three-hour pre-show. Oh no! Saturday. I mean six o'clock. I believe so. Yeah, I believe I'm, it's a believe it's a two-hour pre-show. So. I'm gonna peacock wants to do a two-hour pre-show. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have to find out then. We'll see what happens before Sunday, before uh, Saturday's okay. pay-per-view. Um. But but overall though, Greg, what did you take out of this week in wrestling? I mean, are they are they ready for NXT takeover? Are they ready for SummerSlam? They're just gonna, you know, put on the show. I mean, I think the crowd is gonna be unbelievable at SummerSlam. According to Peacock, coverage for SummerSlam starts at seven PM. 
Okay, so it's probably an hour pre-show then. All right. Okay. 7 p.m., all right. Yeah, but like I said, thank you for bringing that up. Thank you for telling us uh, all that information. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think the crowd is going to be absolutely ballistic for SummerSlam. The noise is just going to be deafening in that place. And we all know that's what makes a lot of the matches is the crowd. So, but, so we got uh, got a couple more minutes left, Greg. Anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, because I'm starting to pull the icicles out of my nose right now. Okay, that's our time to sign off. So on behalf of the note to Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Tribute for the Top Rope Report saying prediction show tomorrow night at 530 and the biggest event of the summer, SummerSlam, Saturday at 7. Take care. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.